0: Hi, this is Bishop E. James Logan, Senior Pastor of Christian Faith Fellowship Church in Zion, Illinois. Welcome to our podcast. I pray you'll be blessed by a fresh word from God every time you tune in.
1: Bow your heads. Heavenly Father, I just thank you, God. I thank you for your presence that is here. I thank you for using me the way that you do in its entirety, and its unique way and form. Because God, I just want you to be glorified in my life. I just I just want you to be glorified and you be magnified. And I want people to not just see me but see the presence of God in me. I pray that people don't just hear my voice, but they hear the conviction of the gospel. I pray that lives are changed because of my assignment. I pray that chains are broken. I pray that different decisions are made. I pray that generational curses are canceled and destroyed because we at CFFC are about building the family to advance the kingdom of God, breaking failure cycles. We are the church of the acts. So, God, help us daily to walk out what it is that you've called and commissioned for us to do. Use me for your glory. Let the word of God pierce the hearts of your people. Let them be convicted in such a way that they leave here changed, not modified, but changed. Change our hearts, change our minds, change our attitudes, change the way we think, change the way we talk, change the way that we walk. This is my prayer. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Before you grab your seats, I want you to grab your Bibles. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to grab your Bibles and turn with me to Ephesians chapter four, verse, what will we, We'll read uh, to verse 6. Ephesians chapter 4. I'll be reading from the ESV. If you all could read along with me on the screens. Ready? Read. I therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you, To walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called. With all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love. Eager to maintain the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. There is one body, one spirit, just as you were called to the one hope that belongs to your One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and father of all who is over all and through all in all and in all. Amen. We've already prayed. You may grab your seats. This morning we're going to continue a sermon I started a couple weeks ago entitled Walk It Out. Walk it out. If you remember a little bit about what we talked about last time, walk it out. Walk it out. I knew y'all wasn't going to give me no participation. Y'all wasn't going to raise your hand. That's okay, because I'm going to give you a recap. (laughs) And one of the things about a great teacher is repetition. Repeating it over and over and over again so that it's engraved in your mind. That's good teaching. This is what Paul does. Paul does in his letters to the churches. He says some of the same things over and over and over again. So in order to walk it out, we as believers have responsibilities. Somebody say responsibilities. Responsibility. Just as those of you that are parents, you have a responsibility to live your life in such a way that your children want to grow up and be model citizens in the United States of America. Right. We as Christians, Christ like believers have a responsibility to walk in such a way that people may see our good works and want to glorify our father in heaven. We have a responsibility to walk in such a way that not only do we make the kingdom look good, but we look good walking like the kingdom. So we have a responsibility to walk. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter four, walk worthy of the calling in which you were called. Okay, I already went through the the. Deep teachings about how Paul opens his letters and the way in which Paul was writing the letter. He addressed his name first. And we in the Western culture, we put our names last. Paul says, I, Paul, uh, we write our letters and emails and then we say best regards, sincerely, love, whatever our name is. Paul lets you know upfront who he is. And then oftentimes Paul is telling you his rank or his title or his position. So you understand that he is not someone that's just writing something or making something up. He says, I, Paul, an apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ. He's writing, letting you know who he was sent from. Okay. Yes. Yes. The baby said. All right. And so then uh, Paul prayed. Like we talked about the, the the I won't say the old prayer, but the, the previous disciples' prayer that we Christian Faith Fellowship used to pray that we might walk worthy of the Lord, pleasing you in every way, increasing in his knowledge that as true sons of God, we would what? Walk in the spirit and not fulfill the desires of the what? Flesh. And so when you deny your flesh, you walk in the spirit, it allows us to walk worthy of our calling. Okay? Walking worthy also meant that we would walk under the same knowledge. Bishop preached a couple messages ago, I believe it's in Galatians, uh, uh, where he says, uh, If anyone comes to you and preaches another gospel, they are accursed. We have to believe the same thing if we're going to walk the same. <laughs> Come on, Bishop. If, if we're going to walk, The same way. If we are on the same team, I'm going to need you to know the plays so that we can accomplish the goal. If we're on the same team and you don't know the plays, you might as well be on the other team because you're not helping me advance my team. And my team, I have this mic in my hand, is the kingdom of God. All right. So that you might walk worthy. And then Paul prayed. He said that you would live according to the same knowledge that you received. Okay, we already we already talked about that. Okay, First Corinthians uh, one 10 through 17. Okay, And then we talked about spiritual ignorance. Spiritual ignorance. When you walk. In a way that you weren't taught. You are spiritually ignorant. It sounds mean. But truth often to those who are delusional. Y'all, y'all get it. Okay. All right. (laughs) One theologian says spiritual ignorance is the constant source of error, instability, and sorrow. So therefore, Paul desired that they might be soundly taught in the things of God. Okay. Now. We're back in Ephesians, and I want to give you five ways in which Paul encourages us to walk as a body of believers. All right. Five ways in which Paul encourages us to walk. Number one. We need to walk in unity. Walk in unity. Why? I'm going to read from the New King James Version. I'm going to read it again because repetition is the key to effective learning. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you. And Paul's in prison writing this stuff. And he's saying he's, he's taking himself out of the situation or out of his current circumstances situation, he says, I'm a prisoner of the Lord. I may be bound up in chains by these people, but I'm a prisoner of the Lord. That'll, that'll preach by itself. I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling in which you were called with all lowliness and gentleness, with all long suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. We have to walk worthy so we keep unity. When folks that you think saved don't walk worthy, that causes division. I'm going there again. I already went there last time. When preachers get up here with their nice suits, their nice shoes, their eloquent words, and they don't walk worthy of the calling in which they were called, it causes division. And this is the state that many people are in today in the church. I don't believe none you say, preacher. You got rappers that will rap about preachers that did dirty, grimy stuff when they was growing up. No wonder why they in the streets, because the preacher wasn't walking worthy. This ain't even going to take all day. (laughs) Number two. Somebody say number two. Y'all taking notes. Number two. We still in Ephesians. It's all right here. Number two, Paul encourages us to walk in righteousness. Somebody say walk in righteousness. In Ephesians chapter 4 verse 17 I'm gonna read some scripture for you to lay down the foundation and then we're gonna dig deep into it ready this I say therefore and Testify in the Lord that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the futility of their mind having their understanding darkened Being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them. We already talked about spiritual ignorance Because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feeling have given themselves over to lewdness, to uh, work all uncleanness with greediness. But then Paul says this, but you have not so learned Christ. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus that you put off concerning your formal conduct. Some of y'all done got saved and you brought your old self with you. You didn't brought the old man into the partially new man so you really ain't even new yet. Your former conduct, the old man, which grows corrupt according to deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind that you may put on the new man. You have to have your mind renewed by the Holy Spirit so that you can leave the old man where he is and step into the new man so that you no longer conduct yourself like the old man. Because that old man be getting you in trouble. Let me speak in proper English. That old man is causing you some major headaches. And it will cause exponential damage to your family, to your loved ones. Y'all don't believe me. And he's talking about people that have been taught. So when you have been taught right, like we said last, last time, when you have been taught right, You are supposed to use the knowledge in which you were taught so that you can continue to stay right But when you've been taught right and you ignore what is right because you're spiritually ignorant You allow the old man to have more power than the new man And it causes it causes damage to your family, to your loved ones, because they'd be like, I've been praying for them, I've been walking with them, we've been having small groups, we've been having discipleship classes, we didn't have ministry, uh, 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 what is it called again? ministerial prep uh we didn't did uh christianity 101 we walked them through with the new members bible class we didn't put uh ministerial prep online we've done all that we can do we have messages online you can watch it on our website you can go to instagram look at the clips you can download the messages on youtube you you can do all of these things and we have all of these resources but we're yet still spiritually ignorant And so you're causing headaches to the ones that are around you that love you dearly because they know you know you should know better. But you still allow the old man to have more power. So say the old man which is corrupt according to deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, that you may put on the new man, which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. Paul tells us earlier in Ephesians that we are called holy. Why? Because of the work of Jesus Christ. In the beginning of Ephesians, Paul is laying down the the foundation and he's establishing the customs and the culture of the kingdom to the people in Ephesus. So he's establishing culture. He said, yeah, man, I've heard some great things about what's been going on here. But here, let me lay down The way we do things here. And then he mentions about in Christ over 20 odd times in Christ, in Christ, in Christ. Why? Because if you don't understand that our identity is rooted in Christ, you'll continue to think your identity is rooted in whoever you watched on TV. uh, Your uncle that you grew up with, your, your foul cousins that that you wanted to be like. You'll continue to put your identity in things that don't have any power. So Paul establishes customs. He establishes culture. And then he tells you by repetition. In Christ your identity. Is there. So we ought to walk in unity. and We ought to walk in righteousness. Number three. Some of us we forget this one. Because we got saved. And we just got mean. We got saved, and we don't necessarily cuss, but we cuss people with our eyes. We cuss people with our attitude. We cuss people with our posture. Yo, I'm going there. Somebody new, come and sit in your pew. You ain't said nothing out of your mouth, but your body. (laughs) That's cussed. Number three. Somebody say number three. Here we go. Write this one down real big. Number three. Walk in love. Walk in love. Say it with me. Walk in in love. You may say, what's love got to do with it? Well, Ephesians chapter five, therefore, be imitators of God as dear children and walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling aroma. You got to walk in love. Why? Because Christ did. We, we already cried and gave thanks and lifted our hands before uh, before the message went forth. Man, God, we're just so grateful because you loved us when we did unlovable stuff god loved you in your mess he picked you up when you were low he raised you up to a high place he placed your feet on solid ground all of the christianese things that we say he made you blessed and highly favored he caused you to speak in tongues he he didn't teach you how to do that dance but you learned it and you thought it was god (laughs) we ought to walk in love it's about to get deep now but fornication and all cleanliness or covetousness, let it not even be named among you. As is fitting for saints, neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather giving of thanks for this, you know, that no fornicator, unclean person, no covetous man who is an idolater who has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, don't be partakers with these people. Some of y'all have a twisted view of love because of the childhood trauma that you dealt with. So you, you continue to love people. In an unhealthy manner and you allow these people to drag you back into old ways of living because I'm just I just I just love them. They're dragging you to hell. The Bible calls them the sons of disobedience. The sons of disobedience. They are of their father. The devil. Disobeying the word of God continually. Ignoring the spiritual wisdom and understanding that we continually pray for in this church for years. Will cause people to look at you and wonder. Are you a partaker with the sons of disobedience? So then. Number four somebody say number four We almost done number four Ephesians chapter 5 verse 8 For you were once darkness But now you are light in the Lord walk as children of light Number four is we gotta walk as children of light We got to walk as children of light. You used to be in darkness. You used to dwell with those dark people. You used to dwell with the sons of disobedience. You used to, you used to, you used to, but now because of our identity rests in Christ, we are no longer partakers of the sons of darkness and disobedience and iniquity. We are now light to the world. Why? For, for the fruit of the spirit is in all goodness, righteousness and truth, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord and have no fellowship. Here it goes again. Paul is laying down customs and, 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 and culture to the people in Ephesus so they don't continue to walk spiritually ignorant. How can two walk together except they be agreed? If you walk in with somebody that is a son of disobedience, You in agreement with their disobedience to God. Paul says it. Don't walk with these people. Have no fellowship with them. Well, I just don't believe in cutting folks off. And I just, he didn't say cut them off. Don't walk with them. Because guess what? When people drive by that spot, you know that spot. And they see you with so-and-so. Just by you being in close proximity to so-and-so at that particular location, it looks as if you're in agreement. It looks as if you're in agreement. No, Pastor Cam, man, I just go to the strip club to witness. You witness, all right. You are a witness. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't understand. You don't understand. You know, I just be up in the, in the, in the, in the, you know, I'm not even going to go there. Focus. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Uh-oh. 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 We don't, <laughs> don't want to do this. Now, that's too much. I can't judge them. I already told y'all last week or last time. Do you not know that you will judge angels? What makes you think you can't call out foolishness? What makes you think you can't call sin out? What makes you think you can't hold people accountable? Stop taking the Bible out of context and read the entire book. If you got questions, and I told y'all, don't just... Oh, Bible said, don't judge, lest ye be judged. Bible say, don't judge me. That's what's wrong with y'all. Y'all always judging me. Uh, sister girl, I'm going to need you to unpost and then go back and read the whole thing. Get you a Bible that, that you can understand. Go read the whole... The whole chapter. And then after you read the chapter, then go back to chapter one and read the whole book. And then take some notes. Ask yourself some questions. Pray. Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you. What does this really mean? If you got more questions, get you a Bible program. Oh, it's going to cost you. (laughs) In order for you to no longer be spiritually ignorant, it's going to cost you we don't want it. we don't want to talk about this kind of stuff you invest your money in all kind of other things that have not helped you in no way shape form or fashion you can invest in some bible programs you. you can get you to, uh, listen i need to ask the pastors the elders the leaders man where can i go to get me some sound biblical doctrine outside of what you learn here theology eschatology hermeneutics you need to understand what you're reading so when you leave out of this place and you go into your workplace or your school place or wherever it is that you may be and people have another gospel that they try to preach to you you know what you're talking about when you say what the bible say don't judge me because even the devil know the word Expose those things. For it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. But because we're children of light, all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light. For whatever makes manifest is light. Therefore, he says, awake, you who sleep, arise from the dead and Christ will give you. You light. Lastly, y'all ready to go home? No. Smart. Because <laughs> I can listen. I'll keep you here another hour. Last one. Number five. Y'all ready? Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Somebody say, walk in wisdom. Walk in wisdom. 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 The ESV says, look carefully then how you walk. Not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand that the will of the Lord is. And do not be drunk with wine. In which is dissipation, but be filled with the spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God y'all it's the last and evil days if 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 I have to say that to you and it's a shock to you I pray for your deliverance right now but we are living in very evil days and it is very imperative that we walk in wisdom You need to be wise about some of the people that you have, some of these crazy conversations that you have. Matter of fact, you need to stop some of these crazy conversations that you've been having. You need to be wise about where you go, about areas and locations and places that you go. You need to be tapped into the spirit like never before. You need to be praying that God will continually give you wisdom and insight on things to come, decisions that you have to make. We are too old in our Christianity age to be making big decisions without the wisdom and the counsel of God. We're we're we're, we're too old. We should know better to just be making Rash decisions without first contacting somebody that has some wise, listen, listen, hey, I'm, this is what I've been thinking. Let me know if this is crazy. I'm, I'm praying about it. I haven't, you know, I haven't necessarily gotten full clarity yet. Don't make that decision then. Don't make that decision yet. Pray. Some of y'all need to learn how to pray and fast on your own. hmm. You need to learn how to pray and fast on your own. You say, no, 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 no. What? No, because when I deny my flesh and subject my body to the Holy Spirit, I, I, I'm able to to make clear decisions. If you know that, then you should do that even more often. Like, let me not be clouded by uh, Man, I just really want some Dunkin Donuts or man, I just really want this. No, no, no. Learn how to put yourself in a state of seclusion to where you can hear clearly from God. And the reason why you don't hear clearly from God is because you have all of these opposing voices in your head. This is why we're we're coming back to being what we already were, which is a house of prayer. We're going to be having prayer first and third Wednesdays, right? Right here, six o'clock. We're going to be fasting and praying. We're going to be going after God because we are living in the last days. This is also why we need to walk in wisdom. When you spend more time with wise people, guess what happens to you? You get wiser. When you spend time with foolish people, guess what happens to you? You get dumber. So we have to walk with people that are going to help us advance in our minds and the kingdom. But when you walk with people that don't think like you think, you're always in constant. It's constant like static and just just crazy stuff that just goes on between you two because because one person doesn't believe like you believe nothing frustrates me more than having conversations with people and they try to have these arguments that are all opinion based it's like i don't want to talk to you because i don't want to argue and and be frustrated with you all day about your opinion let's talk about factual things so that's why i like to surround myself with people that think like me not that everything i think is right but they'll challenge me on my thought process i was like you know what i was thinking about that But let me do some more research, challenge me to grow, not challenge me to bring me to their level and continue to be frustrated. Fellas, y'all keep having all these arguments about sports. You need to be arguing about the scriptures. Let's grow in our spiritual wisdom and understanding so our sons can grow up and ask us biblical questions and we have the right answer. We know every statistical stat about Michael Jordan and LeBron James. We know their body fat percentage. We know how many hairs Michael Jordan got. We know how many cigars he smoked on the golf course, but we don't know scripture. And that's causing our walk to look a little funky. Cause you got sons growing up and they're watching your walk. You got daughters growing up and they're watching your walk. They're not watching what you say. You know, I remember growing up in grandma's house. She was like, Don't, don't, don't do what I do, do what I say. And it's like, well, but grandma, like, you told me, I know what you said, but like I just saw what you did. And so, like, I want to eat my ice cream before I eat my food. Because that's what you did. <laughs> and you know it good, I saw you make the homemade ice cream, so I want to like let me eat that first. And this is what a lot of us do. We want to eat. Our desserts and our sweets first. We want to we want to buck and shout first. We want to speak in tongues, but we don't how to speak to our brother. We want to prophesy, but we don't want to live worth nothing. We want to have the mic in our hands and look powerful, auspicious, and anointed. But your life is jacked up. Y'all, I want us to do better. I want us to be better. Because we're living in the last and evil days. That's the five. Lastly, Paul says this it's a bonus for you, (laughs) it's a bonus in the end he says finally my brethren, be strong in the lord and in the power of his might put on the whole armor of god that you may be able to what stand in your walk you going to have some bumpy terrain you going to have some hilly terrain you going to have some flat lands you going to have some peaks you going to have some valleys you got some moments where you have to sit down. But at the end of the day, you can't stop walking because at the end, he says, finally, brethren, put on the whole armor of God so you can do what? Stand. No matter what opposes you. No matter what false doctrines and false teachings of other gospels may try to come up in your way. If you walk in the five ways in which Paul has encouraged you to walk, you will be able to finally put on the whole armor of God and stand against the wiles of the devil. Scripture we've heard all throughout our entire Christian lives. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand stand therefore having girded uh, your waist with truth having put on the breastplate of righteousness having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace above all taking the shield of faith Which you will be able to quench all of the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit. Which of the word of God praying always with prayer and supplication in the spirit being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. And for me that utterance may be given to me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am. An ambassador in chains that I may speak it, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. As we are ambassadors for Christ, stand to your feet. As we are ambassadors for Christ. We are, in a sense, ambassadors in chains to the Holy One. But just like Paul, just because he was bound, that did not stop his voice from reaching churches and generations and generations. Paul didn't allow his circumstance to stop his ministry. And his ministry is the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ.
0: Kim, you know, I I've never done this. Stay right here. This word is so powerful. Everyone bow your heads right now. I hear God. He, listen, I'm gonna just say it straight out. Everyone in here that has the capacity to do so, before we were able to walk, we had to first stand. It's impossible to walk without first standing. Children learn how to stand before they walk. You can tell when a child is about to walk because they start standing and they're wobbling. And eventually they get their balance and they take a few steps. Some of you have not been able to stand. Come on, keep your head bowed. Keep your head bowed. Some of you have had difficulty standing for the Lord, standing in righteousness, standing in what you've learned. You've been wobbly. Things have hit you low, things have hit you high, things have attacked your mind, things have attacked your body, things have attacked your marriage, your family, your home, and you have been wobbly. You have been imbalanced for quite a long time. This pandemic has kept you wobbly, but right now, this very minute, there's an anointing from the Holy Spirit to enable you to stand. If you really want to stand, If you want to lay aside the weight and the sins and the besetting sins that have been so easily been able to knock you down and keep you from advancing and walking i want you to kneel right where you are or if you're comfortable come to the altar it's time to stand my brothers and my sisters it's time this is what god is having pastor cameron share with all of us it's time to stand so we can walk it out. You can't walk it out without first standing. So right now, if you're not coming to the altar, that's fine. Kneel where you are. Put faith into action because I promise you, if you put your faith into action concerning this word, we're going to pray a very powerful prayer over you even if you're a teenager you need to come a young adult you need to kneel those of you watching do the same thing I'm going to start this prayer off Pastor Cam can finish it and go into whatever else the Lord is leading him to do but we have to stand first before we can walk father in the name of Jesus we come against sadness Brokenness. People are sad. They've lost loved ones. They're grieving. They haven't moved from that spot. They haven't moved from that funeral. They haven't moved from that homegoing service so many weeks, months, and maybe even years ago. They are stuck father unstick them with your love and your power let them know that you know what it's like Jesus you came and died you came and died you didn't just die you were tortured and you died and you rose again on the third day so you could show us that there is life after death So we rebuke that sadness. We rebuke it right now. We rebuke that grief that's been so heavy, that's weighed you down, that's kept you from moving. In Jesus' name, we come against every weight that has weighed you down. Psychological weights, you lost your job, your money, your finances aren't what they used to be, you don't know how you're going to make it. We come against that weight of poverty and lack that's got you worried about how you're going to make it, worried about how you're going to pay your bills, worried about how you're going to live, where you're going to live. Things are escalating, prices are going up. These things have you weighed down and have stopped your mobility. We rebuke those things by the power of the Holy Ghost and we set you free in your mind, in your marriage, in your community, in the church. The enemy doesn't want you to stand for righteousness. I come against the spirit of compromise that is attacked and continues to attack so many of god's people in this hour you're looking at people and you're confused as to what righteousness is the bible says we are in a day where people will call wrong right and right wrong like pastor Camp said so you need to know yourself from the bible what is right so you will not be deceived by those that tell you you're wrong and they're right when in fact You're right and they're wrong. I pray lastly, because I could continue to pray. I pray for your inner man like Paul did. I pray for your inner man where Christ dwells in your heart by faith, that you would be rooted and grounded in love, that you would be built up in him, that you would not allow any other gospel, any other message, any other person outside of the scriptures and the body of christ to build you up i pray you let the word of god build you up the spirit of god to build you up so that you can stand and then put on the whole armor of god so that you will be able to continue to stand and withstand every attack of the enemy against your mind body soul and spirit in the name of jesus christ That is my prayer.
1: Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I pray that you would begin to raise up pillars in their families, in their communities, around their around their communities, on their jobs, that you would raise up pillars of righteousness, that you will be the ones that people will be seeking out to 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 get wisdom, counsel, uh, uh, spiritual understanding of the text of the word. I pray that you would begin to raise up Bible nerds, if I could even use that term, people that have such a love and such a passion of reading and understanding their word. I be, I pray that you will begin to raise up prayer warriors and intercessors like never before that we will begin to get back to being a church that prays, not just Christian Faith Fellowship Church, but the church at large. God, I pray that we would leave some of this spooky stuff alone, that we would get back to the basics of operating the way that you have called the church to operate, that we would be the pillars that we would be the ones that would be sought after to get wisdom and, and counsel about things and weightier matters weightier matters and heavy things god the world is being weighed in the balance so god i pray that you would raise up the church right now raise up strong vessels and pillars so that they can do what it is that you've called and commissioned them to do god i pray for their minds i pray for the 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 spirit of depression and anxiety Some of you have been clinically uh, 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 labeled depressed and clinically labeled that, that have anxiety and anxiousness. God, I pray that they will begin to lean on you, that they will begin to take everything to God in prayer so they will not be anxious about anything. Because when you're anxious, that is you trying to trying to figure out a situation that does not include God's hand. i pray that they would get back to trusting and depending on you walking by faith living by faith talking by faith in the mighty and matchless name of jesus i pray that they would leave this altar stronger than ever before in jesus name amen 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 hallelujah thank you jesus thank you jesus i I feel it i feel i know people say this but i feel that your faith is being strengthened i I feel your faith rising i feel your 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 boldness rising I, i feel it thank you jesus Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody just shout, Walk it out. out. Come on, say it like you mean it. Walk it out. out. Say it like you want the next door neighbors to hear what you're screaming. Walk Walk it out. Thank you, God. If you are not saved, you stepped away. You've been, you've been living on the fence. You've been wrestling between the old man and the new man. I want you to raise your hand. For those of you that are watching online, I want you to repeat after me. Father, Father, I come to you. With everything that is within me with all of my questions with all of my thoughts with all of the the things that I've been dealing with I no longer have the capacity to continue in this way I've tried to get myself right without your help too many times But I've come to realize that by myself, this won't work. But Lord, I need your help, your guidance. I need you in my life each and every day. come into my heart change me rearrange me so that I can walk worthy of the calling that is on my life I believe that you sent your only begotten son to die an excruciating death but he didn't just die he got up with all power in his hand. He took the keys from death, hell, and the grave for somebody like me to have eternal life. For somebody like me to finally have a true identity. For somebody like me to finally have an inheritance. For somebody like me to finally be able to walk Worthy of the call. I thank you for your son, Jesus. And I pray that he would not only just be my savior, but he would be Lord over my life. My decisions are no longer my own. I now. Have a buffer, a spiritual filter to cleanse all of my bad decisions, all of my negative thoughts, all of my anxious thoughts, all of my fears and my doubts. I thank you for Jesus if you've prayed that prayer right now the angels are rejoicing heaven is rejoicing and we in this building are rejoicing because you have left the spirit of darkness and the sons of disobedience and new you have now walked into your new call which is to help advance the kingdom of heaven if you prayed that prayer please visit our website cffczion.org the contact section we want to hear from you please visit the website We want to hear from you. We want to be in touch with you because this is not the end. This is the beginning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I believe that God did something miraculous here this morning. I believe something powerful truly happened here this morning. And like I was saying earlier, singers, you can come. Like I was saying earlier when I was reading Matthew Uh, 15 or 14 15 and 16 just out of all the things that were happening what stuck out to me was that multitudes of people would follow jesus to these desolate places they didn't have vehicles they didn't have motor vehicles they didn't have cars they didn't have electric vehicles they didn't have airplanes they went on foot by human or animal to meet Jesus. Why? Because they had an expectation you don't go somewhere without the expectation of getting what you need to where you're going they had an expectation that when I see Jesus if there was anything like me when I see Jesus I already know my hand may be withered right now but but when I see him I'm going to be made whole i may my son may be lame right now but when i see him he's gonna be made whole i may have an infirmity right now but when i see him i'm going to be made whole they had an expectation and saints that i pray hear me I pray that we as a body of believers would get back to the place where when we come into the house of God on our way to church we're excited because I got an expectation that when I get to the house of God I'm gonna be healed I'm going to be delivered I'm going to be set free my daughter who I've been praying for is going to be healed I got an expectation Got an expectation i don't just do this just to check it off my checkbox i got an expectation something good is going to happen i will remain confident in this that i am gonna see i'm gonna see something. jesus gonna do something
0: well thank you for joining us i also want to thank you in advance for clicking on the link to support our ministry your giving is what moves ministry forward and ministry must move forward you can also visit us online at cffczion.org for more information if you were blessed by this word please subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and family god bless you